good evening. It's Friday, it's 7.30. We are back for the Arsenal Women's Show here on Over and Over and Over Again. Obviously, we, we missed a week because there was no games due to the international break, but we're back. A lot of things to, to talk about. Obviously, there's a, a big game this weekend for the Arsenal women in the FA Cup semi-final. That's going to be great as well. So we'll look ahead to that. Obviously, there's in, international games to look back on as well. There were some good, uh, some good games for some of the Arsenal women players during that break as well, which is nice uh, as well. And as, as coming up, we're also going to be looking at the, the draw for the Euro 2022 tournament next summer, of course. A lot of the Arsenal women will be involved in that competition, especially for the Lionesses, of course, the host um, nation for that. So we're going to look at that draw as well. So loads of stuff to get through. So we better get started. So the Arsenal Women's Show, we are back again and joining me as always is, of course, first of all, Andreas. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Good evening. Yeah, I'm glad to be back here again. Uh, hope you're fine too. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I so say obviously we had to, it's been a while since we've been on due to the lack of games really that we've played. So it's been a bit of a break, but maybe, you know, it's given a chance to come back refreshed, ready for what's going to be a big few weeks actually for the, for the women's team as we'll get into as well. And of course, as always, coming back again, it's it's Matt. You're okay. I know you had, a, you had a bit of an illness problem last time, but you managed to make it on. You're okay now? Yeah, I'm fine. It was um, just a little bit of a cold or a flu. I'm not too sure, but I'm fine. Got better. So I'm glad to be here again which is the main thing we're here to talk about the women and their accomplishments over the past couple of weeks so that's good news yeah exactly it is and um amar will be joining us as well he's just running a little bit late this evening he said it's nothing to do with his audio problems this time so that's good news after the last time when uh, we had a few issues hearing him but he, he said it's nothing to do with that but he will be joining us very very soon um when he when he's around so he'll be popping in as well so yeah so we've got uh, a few things to talk about not not so many games to look back on because obviously arsenal haven't played since uh since the uh, was it the Everton game was the last game? No, it wasn't. It was a Hoffenheim game, wasn't it? it was the last game that we played the Hoffenheim game, uh, which obviously you know we spoke about that on the last show, which was a great performance, as we know. But of course, there has been in the meantime some international matches, some qualifiers for the World Cup, and, and stuff like that. And I say that there wasn't um, that there was some quite good performances from some of the Arsenal women, as we'll get into now. Obviously, the highlight for me personally was that hat-trick from Beth Mead against Northern Ireland. Oh, what, 14-minute hat-trick after coming off the bench. I mean, an amazing performance from her. And, of course, she did score again at the uh, at the weekend as well. Uh, sorry, the, the latest game against Latvia as well. So, um, certainly, she's been in great form. I mean, Andreas, you must have enjoyed uh, Beth's hat-trick in that game. Uh, everybody enjoyed this and uh, it was the opener uh, in this match and for Beth it's it was like I think like a dream come true uh, to, to score uh, at Wembley and then a hat-trick at Wembley in in uh, 14 minutes or uh, it couldn't be better for her and it shows in in what perfect condition she is she she can't stop scoring I read yeah that's right and that's that's perfect for us uh, the self-confidence she takes from from these uh, two matches and yeah 
It's great, yeah. No, no, it, it was. I mean, the, the first, the first um, England women's player to ever score at Wembley as well, apparently. So, and of course, the first hat trick as well. I mean, a, a incredible performance, actually. I mean, I, I got the feeling that maybe she was a little bit disappointed not to be starting the game, maybe in the first place. So she perhaps come on with a point to prove. And what better way to prove a point than to score a hat trick in in that in that time? I mean, there were some great goals as well. The first two in particular were really good finishes, weren't they? They weren't just like simple goals. She had to work hard. I mean, I like the second goal. The way she finished that first time on the volley was 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 a great goal, wasn't it? I mean, Matt, you must have enjoyed that performance from Beth. Yeah, and this is one of those things where we see in these qualifiers when these. I don't like using the word little teams, but the smaller um, countries who aren't well invested in the um, women's game, they come out with a plan. It's mainly to defend and try and try and see if they can get something from the game, whether it's a point or three points. It's up to them. But it was great to see how Beth did. Um, yeah, I think it was quite different for her to be or from going from starting 11 with club to you're on the bench and mm. she proved her point uh rightly so it was great to see her score that hat trick and i don't even know if it's the first hat trick because i can't remember one of the fa cup finals was a 10-0 loss um i think man city beat Birmingham 10-0 or something like that so i'm not too sure if that's a if it is the first hat trick at Wembley for all women, but not, to, but it'll be good, uh, try, uh, <clears throat> good way to make your mark and mm. tell the manager, hey, I'm still in good form. Don't mess me around. No, exactly. And I say, I, I, I feel as though she did have a little bit of a point to prove due to the fact that she was on the bench where, like you said, she's been starting games regularly for Arsenal and even for England as well. So, yeah, maybe it was a little bit of a, maybe that, you know, that the coach wanted to maybe freshen the team up a little bit, try a couple of different things and stuff like that. But ultimately, it ended up, the game was all about Beth, wasn't it, with those fantastic goals. Um, we've got uh, Amaz here now. Let's hope his, his microphone's working. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Brilliant. Hey, good, yeah. good, mate. good, good, good. Fantastic, great for you to, to be, but I know you've yeah, yeah. we've only just we've only just really started. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's fine. And obviously, we were starting on um, the fantastic hat trick for Beth um, yeah. for England, of course, at Wembley last yeah. weekend, which was incredible, really. wasn't it? I mean, you must have enjoyed that. Oh uh, yeah, no, I watched the game. Well, we we have to, was it say for the first hour or so, I was impressed by the way Northern Ireland set up. But then you got all that quality and strength and depth off the bench, and a good manager who knows how to bring out the best in their players. It's, mm. yeah, it's, and it's just so refreshing to see that somebody can just go on and, and do know what she does best and carry on the form that she showed at Arsenal. So no, I mean, I mean, no, nobody was expected it to be such a quick cameo, but yeah, that was pretty special to be fair. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, and, and we we said, you know, we, we believe it's the first hat trick by an England an England um, women's player at Wembley. It was the first goal by an England women's player at Wembley in the first place, the first goal. And then, um, you know, there, there may have possibly been one in in a, in a sort of club game previously. We're not sure, but Alan I mean, what, 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 one of them. Um, oh, when did she score one? Was it against Germany when we lost? I think in that was Ellen White, wasn't it? Yeah, Ellen White. White scored one of the goals in a friendly. So it wasn't really the first one, but I think it's the first think, one for a while that we've yeah. had at Wembley. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Possibly Sorry, in a competitive off. game, maybe a competitive game, perhaps because yeah. if that was previously yeah. friendly, yeah, that's but, right. The, I mean, yeah, because it's not friendly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but but yeah, I mean, a fantastic. It was great. It was best they got the goal, and I say to get the hat trick as well was just incredible. We all enjoyed that, and obviously, as I said before, she went on then to score again against Latvia in that uh, yes. 10-0 victory, which, which was again good. And of course, as well, Leah Williamson scored in that game, and she's been yeah. for yeah, me. Yeah. For me, she's been um, probably, I, I, I think, she's been probably our most consistent player this season for us and also for, for England yeah. as well. I mean, Andreas, what, what have you made of, of Leah Williamson? Obviously, her performances for England have been impressive as well, haven't they? Uh, Leah is just uh, living her dream. Yeah. <laughs> could, could, she, could she imagine these things happen? Uh, yeah, she came to the academy. She's... She's a, a regular starter for, for her club, for Arsenal. And now she's a regular starter for England. <laughs> she's captaining uh, England uh, for yeah. the fourth, fourth time and uh, four matches with her as, as a captain, uh, four wins. And uh, the second <laughs> time, I think she scored uh, when she was captaining England. So yeah. <laughs> she's living her dream. And, and she's, she's playing so... With, such strong performances uh, and also so such self-confidence from the back and uh, before the season started uh, I thought I saw an interview with her when she said that she wants to improve she wants to be one of the best uh, center backs uh, in in the women's football world I think she's mm -hmm. on the way to to fulfill this mm -hmm. yeah yeah fantastic performance again from her and yeah yeah, no, I mean, she, she's absolutely brilliant. I mean, um, I can't really, in both of those two games for England, I can't remember her giving the ball away. Every time, <laughs> her passing's perfect nearly every time. Uh, she, she wins all her, all her tackles, all her headers. And she's doing this for Arsenal week in, week out. I mean, we're seeing it every single week for Arsenal. And she's also now doing it for England. Yeah, to be captain as well is just amazing. What a great uh, what a great season that she's having. I mean, I, I've been so impressed with her. It's, it's, it's just she's getting better and better every game. I mean, Matt, you must have uh, enjoyed her performances for England as well. I mean, we've got two really key players for England now. Obviously, looking ahead to the Euro, we'll come on to the draw a bit later on. But looking ahead to that next year, we've got some key players. Obviously, some of the Arsenal women's players are key, aren't they, to the England side as well? Yeah, and we've got some good ones coming through as well. Uh, we had the under-23s as well play a game, and Patton yeah. was part of that as well. So yeah. it's not just say, it's say, um, uh, is it, Sir, oh, I'm going to say her name wrong. Um, Serena, Serena Serena, Weidman. yeah. Weidman, I'll just Weidman's say Weidman's right as well, actually. Weidman's right as well. Yeah, I'll He's say Weidman. Um, she's right. of the under 23s, hasn't she? So, just to yeah. say, if you're not in the the you're too old for the under 21s, you're not quite there with the inter, uh, the senior squad. But here's the 23s, just get you up to gear. And mm. perhaps in maybe next year, they might be looking at some of these players for a world cup. Um, mm. honestly, uh, just from an Englishman perspective, I didn't understand why Ellen White was starting. She's not really done every time she hit the went to play hit the ball, she was off, she was well off her game. And I just yeah, thought, you know what, just take her off. Wait, she, I was just uh, just so frustrating, yeah. No, it was. I mean, Beth England obviously uh, is, is a replacement for her, and she's obviously in great form for Chelsea as well. So, yeah, <laughs> she's good as well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you know, I think it, it goes to show that maybe. Um, Ellen White's maybe days are, are maybe numbered as being a regular in the England team 
by by next summer Euro possibly we'll see. But yeah, I think that I think Beth England should be starting more games. Actually, I know she plays for Chelsea, and we don't want her to do well for Chelsea. But certainly, <laughs> I mean, obviously, Emma Wilbur Moy as well. She's sort of yes. broke into the England team, hasn't she? And every time yeah. she's played for England, I think she's looked great. Actually, I know we've spoken about her before. Maybe sometimes she lacks a bit of concentration, and she didn't have a great game against Hoffenheim recently, but. England, every time she's come on, she's looked great, hasn't she? Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen from when she's played at Arsenal, I mean, yeah, she's maturing. And, you know, she's not only popping up with goals, but she's proving to be a very reliable centre-back pairing for mm. whoever Leah plays at the back, whether it be Jen. We've got so many good options at the centre-back, well, whoever yeah. we want to put out there. And yeah, she's looked good. She's been passing the ball with confidence. And, yeah, and even when she had a short cameo against Northern Ireland and came on, mm. I don't know how long it was she came on against Latvia. But, yeah, no, she looks very calm and assured as well. And I always put that down to the way she's been coached at Arsenal, not only by Jonas, but also having like that serial winner in what's one. Well, maybe not a serial winner, but Serena is a winner, as we well know. Yeah. No, exactly. And, and I mean, it's, it's you know, that could potentially be the, the centre-back partnership at, at the Euros, couldn't it? Um, an Arsenal pairing, because, you know, if Arsenal continue having such a great season and those two keep mm-hmm. playing well, then that could be, yeah. that could be the centre-back partnership. I know there's some competition there, you know, obviously Steph Helton as well, when she's fit, is going to still probably be in contention mm-hmm. still for, for a place. Mm-hmm. But really bright, I mean, really bright. Yeah, well, yeah, Millie Bright as well. Of course, she scored as well, didn't she, the other night? So, um, I mean, Andreas, did you watch any of the other any of the other games during the international break, or, or you didn't get to see many? Uh, I could only see uh, the first match from Germany, uh, yeah, versus Israel, uh, and they uh, the Germans won one uh, 0 in Israel. This was uh, very disappointing, and uh, I think nobody was satisfied with this. Uh, the the replay, uh, the rematch. This week was 7-0, so this was uh, what the team can bring. And uh, it was really a bad performance in Israel. And, and, and the only positive thing was that Germany won three points. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and um, yeah, people were saying uh, too many matches in the league and, and uh, the cup and Champions League and everything. I said, well, uh, other... Teams like England, like uh, Sweden, they also had the same uh, players involved in, in uh, Champions League and league matches and the same pressure. So uh, it was not not a good match from Germany. And I think um, the Germans will, will struggle next year. Uh, we will talk about the draw later. <laughs> it's a difficult group. So uh, England did a better job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it is a tough group for Germany. We'll, we'll come on to that, and um, it's going to be it's going to be a good tournament. But yeah, I mean, I suppose in international football, in in the women's game, is still I think there's a, there's a bit of work to do because there still seems to be quite a gap between the, the good teams and the and the lesser teams. Still, you know, obviously England are winning ten 0 quite regularly at the minute, which you know we like to see as England fans. But ultimately, it's not perhaps a good advert for the women's game, is it? When you get matches like that so um but yeah i mean did, did any used to guys watch any of the other international games did you see holland or anything like that any of the other arsenal women's games did you watch any of them no um but i can just uh, just looking at some of the results uh casey mccabe with northern ireland draw uh losing to sweden northern um, yeah northern ireland i'm oh, sorry republic of ireland hang on i for that i'm sorry i'm sorry, sorry. England, right. ireland. england played northern ireland yeah it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah and then uh, winning against uh finland so katie's had a bit of a mixed 
international break. Uh, Frida drew one of her games as well, mm. nil nil. Um, but it's it, it, to be honest, I, I one of the commentators during the Liechtenstein games I suggested that the League of Nations would probably perhaps do a little bit more. So I was just wondering what your thoughts would be on that. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. Sure, I'm not really sure to be honest. I mean. I want to see a little bit more competition in the women's international games. I think, as I said, you know, you get in too many um, high-scoring games, which you don't really want to see. At it, kind of almost diminishes international football when it's like that, doesn't it? And you know, it's I don't know, it's difficult, isn't it? Because there is still a big gap between the top and the bottom, and I don't know how you even it out. It's difficult to do, isn't it? And you know, unfortunately, when you've got qualifying games, you get two or three of the better teams and two or three of the weaker teams, and that tends to be the way it goes, I suppose. But um, you know, ultimately, it's the tournaments everybody's bothered about, aren't they? They're all worried about the Euros and the World Cups and stuff like that, and you want to see the best teams playing in them, don't you? I suppose. And I guess next summer we've got an opportunity for the Euros in England as well, haven't we? To yeah be some great football and I'm sure that's going to be a great month um, next summer and hopefully you know obviously the England men got to the final this year Absolutely. hopefully next year the, the women can go go one step further and actually win it I think we'll have a good chance but we'll talk about that obviously uh, later on as we go along as well I mean Emma did you watch any of the other games I know you kind of like the international games as well did you watch any others or did you just see England? No I mainly just watch the England ones but I do check on the one I because I get YouTube on my TV they do have highlights of the Mm. They even have full match replays of the other ties, but uh, no, I don't really catch them. I just look at the results and see on the Twitter who's doing well and who's scoring. So, yeah, yeah. I think you raised a good point there. Emma Hayes was actually saying on the commentary on the other day during the Latvia game, there are too many instances of one sided matches, and uh, mm. something needs to be done. It's we could all say it's akin to like when the likes of the top European superpowers played the likes of San Marino and teams like that. So, I mean, maybe something has to be done about that. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one because you know it's an opportunity for those lesser lesser nations, if you like, to play against a big team. Sometimes yeah. it's good experience for them, but it doesn't maybe do the game overall a lot of favours. Sometimes does it? You know, it's nice. I say it's nice to see England win ten 0 but ultimately yeah. England aren't getting a lot out of those games, are they? Really, no, because they, they, they can play in second gear and still win comfortably. So it is it is a problem, I guess. Um, Nigel's in the chat there. He says, uh, he says evening chaps. Evening, Nigel. He says it goes on to say there. Um, Nikita Paris seems to be underperforming for mm. both club and country. Without mm. having seen her play for Leon, I nevertheless had high expectations as a goal for it. Yeah, I mean, she. I think she's been working hard, actually. I think she's worked hard in the game she's played for England and she works hard for us. It's maybe not quite happening in front of goal for her. I'm not quite sure if she's playing a slightly different role in the team, perhaps, with us, as she has done previously when she's maybe scored more goals. But... I've been I've been disappointed in her in her goal output. I would say I expected more goals from her. I mean, what have you made of her performances, Andrea, so far for Arsenal in particular? Uh, it's difficult to say. She didn't play as a number nine, and, uh, and therefore uh, she has she has a lot to work and uh, to try to to create uh, chances for the others. And so it's difficult to do both: uh, create chances for others, uh, have. I've mm. a lot of work to do and and score. So I think she's doing a good job. Uh, and of course, uh, everything concentrates on Viv as, as a number nine. So I'm not disappointed by Nikita. She, she does it. She does a good job. Not uh, she. She's not uh, over the expectations, but it's okay so far. And yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not disappointed with her performances necessarily. Just I was expecting maybe a few more goals from her. That's all. You know, she hasn't scored in the WSL yet after what five games. I was expecting she'd have got a couple by now. So, you know, that, that's my only disappointment. Not really of how she's playing. I think she's playing quite well when she's played. She works hard and, she, you know, she, she's doing well for the team. I mean, what have you made of her, Matt? Have you been a little bit disappointed in the goals that she scored or do you think they'll come anyway? Um, I think, to be honest, once you've come back from a league, it takes you a while to reset yourself yeah yeah so she's come from france it's a bit different over there you and the only chance you really get to uh play with wsl play a double s uh super league players is when you're with england hmm. um her movement where uh it off the ball is amazing and i think those goals will come i know she hasn't yeah. done it in in the league yet but it will come and whether it takes her until January, um, maybe with a topic coming later on, maybe I might be able to elaborate that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that the goals will come. I'm sure they will because she's always scored goals throughout her career, hasn't she? So I, I believe that she will. It's just, I say I was expecting maybe a few more. I mean, Emma, what have you made of, of Nikita so far? Do you think that, you know, she's going to be fine? I mean, she's not playing badly, is she? Let's be fair. Wow. But the competition for places, especially at Arsenal, not just uh, also Lionesses, arguably, is like really fierce, isn't it? And yeah, she showed yeah, in the yeah. cup tie against Spurs that she has all round. Look how well she played in that. And but I don't know if she's uh, she start. Somebody will correct me on this. I don't believe she started every game for us so far. And it's um, no, it's no. difficult when you've got so many players who can play in that position mm. and uh, can do what they're doing so well, like we saw with Beth, like we've got with. Uh, Caitlin Ford as well, for example, or maybe in the centre. But yeah, I mean, she after what she did with City and Leon, it's not going to be easy for her to come back and do what she was doing then. So I mean, yeah, given time, I think she'll be uh, she'll be quite yeah. quite a useful asset for us in all in 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 going forward. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't suppose it's helped her the fact that Beth Mee's playing so well and they're kind of yeah. playing a similar role, I don't see. they? So. It's been difficult for her because, you know, you're not going to leave Beth out either the way that she's been playing. So I suppose that she's got that bit of an issue uh, as well, unfortunately. Um, Mark, I was in the chat. How are you doing, Mark? Thanks for, for tuning out. You're enjoying the show. Um, Nigel says, yeah, to be fair to Nikita, the competition for places. Yeah, we, we just mentioned that. Yeah, exactly. It has been. And it's difficult, isn't it? If you're not starting regularly to get in the team when they're playing so well, it's hard. And she's going to have to make the most of the minutes that she gets. I say, I think she's playing well enough. But, you know, she's maybe not quite scored the goals that we all anticipated that she may have. But I, I agree with you, Emma. I think that once she's, uh, and what Matt says, well, once she's settled into the league again, I think she'll be fine. And she just needs a bit more minutes on the pitch, maybe, as well, mm. which is difficult when, like you said, the competition is, is fierce, isn't it? At Arsenal, especially in, the, in those forward areas. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to get on the pitch at all sometimes. So, um, obviously, you know, it is a big game this weekend, as we know. Semi-final of the FA Cup, exciting mm -hmm. times. I know it's last season's FA Cup, just to be clear, not this season's one. Um, but it's, it's an exciting time, a, a difficult game, but probably the, we spoke about it a few weeks ago, the draw that we perhaps wanted and we got it. So we will look ahead to this big game. Of course, the news today is that Viv's not going to be involved on Sunday. She's being rested. She, oh, was, rested, she was rested for Holland the other night as well. It's been an agreement between Arsenal and Holland to, to right. rest her because of the Olympics and stuff like that. She's not had a break, yeah. so they've decided that. And to be honest with you, I, went, I was surprised initially when I heard that. But when you when you think about it 
and you look at some of her recent performances, I think she's looked a bit tired. And, mm -hmm. yes. and I think maybe she has needed a rest and a break. And I think this will do her good. It's disappointing because it's, I think it's a big game, the FA Cup semi-final. It, it won't is. be easier, as we'll come on to. But it's juggling it, isn't it? Do we want her to be fresh for the Champions League and the, the, the WSL games we've got coming up? Or uh, and maybe risk that we've got enough to beat Brighton without her? Uh, it is probably going to be the right decision. I suppose if we lose on Sunday, then we'll all probably say it wasn't. But mm -hmm. she, she needs a rest. I think that's obvious. Um, but it, it's still going to be, it'll be a tough game anyway, because Brighton, as we know, on their day can beat anyone. They're in great form, actually. I think they've got 11 wins from their last 16 games going back to the end of last season as well. So mm -hmm. they're playing well, Brighton. And they did beat Chelsea, as we know, last season. I mean, Andreas, what are you making of this game? And what do you make of the decision to be resting, Viv? Do you think it's the right thing to be doing now? I think it's the right thing. She had an amazing start of the season when she scored the opener uh, against Chelsea and Man City. But in the last two or three matches, I think everybody saw uh, she was a bit tired. And mm. not, not uh, tired that, that she didn't didn't run or, or, or yeah, uh, it's, it was tired in her head, in her mind, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and therefore, she needed the rest. And um, I think uh, if, if we would uh, choose mm. her Brighton match, um, the Netherlands wouldn't have said that they, uh, they give her a rest for the Belarus match. So, mm -hmm. sort of compromise. Uh, we will uh, give her the rest against Belarus if you uh, rest her against Brighton too. So, we see that she really needs this time. So, it was the right decision and I think she will pay back. I I'm sure she will pay back with, with performance, with mm -hmm. goals. We, we know, you mm -hmm. know when she's fit, then she she scores and, and so this is the right decision yeah and this is a chance for someone like uh, Ikita uh, to play I don't I think that, I don't think that uh, Caitlin Ford will start because she was in Australia had the long the long flight and, and the yeah. jet lag so I think uh, Caitlin will be on the bench so probably there will be Beth Keats and and maybe Mana who had a rest because mm. Japan didn't play uh, mm. this international break yeah, it will be a tough match, but uh, so far we we were lucky that no one came with injury. Yeah. To the contrary, uh, Simon yeah. Bowie is back, so so yeah. nearly the whole spot is available, and yeah, it's a chance for for players like Keats mm -hmm. uh, to show that they are uh, there too. Yeah. Mm. No, no, exactly. It's an opportunity for other players to step in and get the goals that, that we would have expected Viv to provide. So, you know, and I suppose if um, if there's one area of pitch, as we've already mentioned, where we've got the strength in depth, it is in the forward areas. And, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, now is probably a good time to be to be resting Viv. Yeah, it's disappointing because you want to see her play because she's such a great player. But it is, yeah. we've got to get the balance right. You know, we've mentioned it before, haven't we, that the number mm -hmm. of games this season with the Champions League as well, two FA Cup competitions as well. So it, yes. it, there's a lot of games to play. And you know, I think she's looked tired actually the last few games. So I think it, yes. it's probably the right decision. It's just, it's a shame. It's, it's a semi-final. It's a big game. It's a big competition that we want to win. So it, it's, it's getting that that right, isn't it? They're getting the timing right. And hopefully it'll work out well. She misses the game, gets her rest, and we still win and go through. And then everyone's happy. But, I mean, Matt, what are you expecting from the Brighton game? Because obviously on their day, as I said, they can pretty much beat anybody. And they've shown that, haven't they? And they won a great run of form back in the last season, the start of this season as well. I mean, they've had a good start to the season. So it's going to be a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be one of those tough games. I don't know which way it's going to go, to be honest. Um, probably well, you probably think we're going to lose like normal, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll probably end up saying something like it's going to be nil uh, nil, and, we'll, and it will end up going to extra time, and oh. Brighton will win one nil in extra oh, time, and it'll end up no, being no, Arsenal no. in about no, five nil. That's usually what happens. So I'm a, I'm glad to go against Graham because it, they're proving me wrong, and it's kind of yeah. like a good luck charm at the moment. So until that changes, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got some stats here. Um, oh, nice. already so Arsenal are the top goal scorers in the competition at the moment with 24 including a 10-0 win against Jim mm. uh, Albion have kept four clean sheets in the last five mm. FA Cup games uh, anyone want a bit of a throwback anyone oh, missing yeah. a certain Dutch girl from uh, Leon? Uh, well Brighton Anyone, because, yeah. because uh, she scored five and six against Brighton Oh. Um, last time, so and just for a bit of added kick, um, both teams have in the Brighton's last three away games, they've won one, lost one, and they've scored seven and let in three. Arsenal have won all three, scored 12, and only let one in. So we're in for yeah, probably yeah. going to be a tight game, yes. yeah. Sure. No, no, I, I agree. And of course, as well as Nigel said in the, in the chat, there it'll be good to see. Uh, your car again, of course. You know, she obviously was a, a you know great player for Arsenal, uh, helped us to win quite a lot of trophies, played a lot of games, got a few goals as well. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see her. Hopefully, she doesn't have a very good day. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to see her again, won't it? Um, and Nigel also says there, um, I don't suspect that Brighton will have as many internationals in their squad. No, that's true. Very true, very um, true. This could be an almighty slog. No, I agree. I mean, I think it was going to be a difficult game anyway because I think Brighton are a good side, they've got a good coach, as we know, in Hope Powell. So, yeah, it was always going to be tricky. And yeah, the internationals probably hasn't helped. But as, as Andrew has pointed out, everybody seems mm-hmm. to have come back fit. Obviously, we're missing Viv. But other than that, we've pretty much got a foot and possibly Caitlin as well because of the travelling. But other yeah. than that, we've got a, 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 a good, strong squad to choose from. So hopefully, you know, we, we can push on. I mean, uh, Emma, what, what are you thinking of this game? It's going to be difficult, isn't it? Because Brighton are a decent yes. team, aren't they now? Yes, no, they've really improved. They've, they would you said that I would say that they've separated themselves from the the pack, which would which would which you mm. would uh, have said. Uh, sorry, I'm just getting my words mixed up a bit here. Sorry, uh, yeah, they, I would say they've separated themselves from the pack, um, which yeah. which they said would be below those teams. They always said, oh, the Chelsea, Cities, and Arsenal's always top, but they if there's mm. one team that could possibly, I know that people speak of Everton, but they haven't really lived up to their billing yet, but. Brighton could be one of the teams that could really consistently test those top teams as they showed last last season. If you remember when they drew with City, they drew they won at Chelsea, and having such a good coach as we know from the years at England in Hope Powell, the players they've got, they're building towards something really good there. So as I said, as you as you guys have been saying, it'll be a really difficult game, but I'm still feeling pretty confident because of our strength and depth, and it might be a bit of a struggle, but something tells me might just. Be a little bit, still be a little bit too strong. We'll have to work for it, but I still can see us maybe trying things of like three-one or something. Yeah, no, it's gonna, it is going to be, it is going to be a tough game actually, and I don't think anybody would expect anything different. Of course, Brighton have been in the news as well, haven't they, for the, the new training facilities and stuff that they've brought in um, as well. You know, and, and, and as you said, there, they do seem to be a club that's on the up, and you know, in, in two or three years' time, they could be one of the teams really challenging. You know, challenging us, challenging Chelsea and City for a place in that top three, possibly. You know, they're certainly heading in the right direction. They've got some good players, actually. Um, obviously, Daniel Carter, as we know. And of course, they have got a, a, one of our goalkeepers on loan as well, haven't they? Fran Stenson's on yeah, loan. She's not, she's not really playing that much. She's on the bench for them, but, you know, she's gone mm-hmm. there on loan. So um, she'll be coming back as well. But yeah, I mean, 
we we know that Brighton are going to be as as Matt said there with the, with the statistics there they, they you know they're tight at the back they don't concede a lot of goals and you know it's going to be a hard game and I think you know we're going to have to be at our best I think to go through I mean one stat that I found actually that maybe that Matt didn't, didn't say we, we've played Brighton <laughs> I believe seven times and we've won six and drawn one and they've only scored one goal against us so. Certainly, those statistics sound a little bit more positive and optimistic, don't they? <laughs> um, than, than maybe some of some of that Matt was saying. But ultimately, cup games are not the same as league games, are they? No. And the one draw actually that we had with them was actually in the in the league cup. They call it Conti yeah, Cup. Um, so you know, they are capable of getting a result against us, I guess, in, in a in a one-off cup game. So it's mm. certainly going to be difficult, but um Andreas, I want you to give us a score prediction. Be a little bit more positive than Matt, please, because uh, <laughs> it's, it's always difficult after an international break yeah. and a knockout match. It's totally mm. different to a league match. And uh, yeah, yeah. You, want, you want the goal prediction. Uh, so I'll be careful this time. I say 2, two 1 for us. Fair enough. Two one, yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be unsurprising yeah. with it because I think it's going to be a difficult game, and you know we should have too much firepower for them, even without Viv. But you know they don't mm -hmm. concede a lot of goals. I mean, what are you going for then, Matt? Are you gonna are you gonna stick with your um, extra time and whatever? Or you yeah, know? I was going to say extra time penalties. It's probably not written that it's going to be like a nil nil, but, but it'll probably be one of those games where it's one. I would like Brighton probably score last minute to make it one all, and then goes extra time and penalties. But we do yeah. win, don't we? We do win, though, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we do go through. Oh well, I'm hoping so. Last time we didn't <laughs> do very well with penalties. So, but then again, that was two years ago. So a lot of this team has changed yeah. since then. Yeah, yeah I had a different coach, a different mindset, maybe as well. So, um, so we'll see. So, so am I, are you going with three one then? Yeah, is that, yes, is that your with, I would say I'd say three one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that we can win, but I know it's going to be difficult. Um, I think that defensively we've been pretty solid. I'm going to go 2-0 just because I, I don't think Brighton will score and I think we will have too much for them going forward and we'll get even without Viv. And, you know, maybe maybe Keats will get the goal. You know, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? If her to get the important goal in, that, in this game, maybe get the first goal and stuff, that'd be nice, wouldn't it, for her as well? Maybe give her a bit more confidence as well. So, yeah, we'll go for that 2-0. We get into the final, which we say we can talk about. Obviously, the other semi-final is... You know, the, the kind of one that we didn't want to get, which obviously yeah. tells him it's Man City, which is going to be a cracking game, I would imagine. Although it would be a good game, yeah. Yeah, City seem to have turned it around a little bit recently, don't they? They had a poor run and they seem to have been yeah. improved slightly. They've got a few more players back from injuries and stuff like that. So what, what are you making of that game, Andreas? Obviously, it's going to be a good game, isn't it? Or it should be, potentially. Yeah, this, this uh, is a very tough uh, match. And I don't know uh, who is coming back uh, from injury, uh, for Man City, but um, uh, Chelsea will have the problem with uh, Sam Kerr, who was in uh, Australia, mm -hmm. the same situation yeah. as for Caitlin and, and Steph uh, on our side. So I don't think that Sam Kerr will start, uh, but they, they have Frank Kirby, Daniel Harder, who, who is perfect start in the season, Beth England mm -hmm. in a very good condition. Uh, yeah. Normally, Chelsea are the favourites in this in this uh, match but uh, maybe this will go to to extra time and then <laughs> it's it's open uh uh yeah 
maybe in extra time, a win for Chelsea. I mean, let, let's 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 be assuming that that we do win our game. Who would you prefer to play in the final? Oh, Man City, definitely. <laughs> you prefer to play yeah. Man City and Chelsea, yeah? yeah. No. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't see. We, we, we've beaten them both, haven't we, this season? Yeah, so we have, but yeah, I don't know. I think the stronger team is Chelsea from from oh, the. Oh, uh, I must confess, I'm, I'm I'm not living in London, so uh, I can say this. <laughs> I, I I like some of the Chelsea players. Uh, I like Frank Kirby or Sam Kerr, and yes. uh, it's fantastic football players. And so uh, I would yeah. prefer uh, to see Chelsea in the final. But I think it's the stronger team and the more difficult task for us if. If we qualify against Brighton, so let's let's first do our homework. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, we need to we need to be in there first. I mean, I think their game is actually before ours, though, isn't it? They play first and then we play after, so we'll know who's gone through before we play. Not that it makes a lot of difference because you've got to bear in mind that by December, when the finals on, most of Man City's injury problems will probably be over. They'll have most of their probably. players back. And they'll be a lot stronger, perhaps, than they have been. So they'll certainly be a lot stronger than when we beat them five 0 a little while ago. So either way, it's going to be a tough final, isn't it? Whoever, whoever we have, if we get through, of course, whoever, whoever we have to play. But let's just get through first and worry about the final in December because there's a lot of games between now and then, anyway. So let's hope that uh, you know we, we can focus on that a little bit later. I mean, I mean, Matt, who would you rather we face? Should we get there? I know you don't think we're going to get through, but if if we do manage to speak through, who would you rather we play in the final? <laughs> Well, I, if we do, if we get through, um, I think it's quite hard because we both had Wembley troubles with both of them yeah. in the past. And I th with this team, do you know whether or not they're going to be able to get over that or not? Uh, maybe some of the Lionesses will be able to get over that because of their plan for England. Um, Leah, Leah's quite well though for her age she's quite experienced because yeah maybe that sort of experience will carry them through um even jordan nobbs who again wasn't called yeah. up for england Bizarrely, yeah. um but whoever we get it's going to be one of those games if if you get chelsea do you really want to come up against emma hayes who's going to be on a rampage after you <laughs> especially when you when you just beat them to a last minute got a beth me goal that's Potentially offside. Oh, of or do you want to go against for a Man City, <laughs> yeah, Man City team with uh, yeah. Steph Horton, who will probably yeah. want to, who's willing to put uh, everything on the line, yeah. and Lucy Bronze, who's probably one of the best right backs in the world right now. It's a tough call, but to be honest, I'd probably just take Man City. I just, yeah. just because some of them might not be right there when that final hits because we still got internationals. Yeah. Yeah, no, well. exactly. And they, they obviously, a lot of them players have been injured. I mean, um, I think you're right. Obviously, Emma Hayes isn't going to want to lose to us again, is she? So no. quickly, if we play, I mean, obviously, we'll have to play them in the league again, but she certainly wouldn't want to lose to us in the final, having already lost to us in the league. And you know how upset she was by that goal, as you mentioned. So revenge will certainly be on her mind that day, Without if, if that so happened to be the, the final. So that would be difficult. Um, what about yourself, Amo? Who would you rather play? I know you said Man City before. Is that Would that be your choice? Well, we be mean, for, should we be cheering for Man City on Sunday? Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. We just watch her two great semi finals and see what happens at the end of the day. I mean, they they, they had the international break. I know people say a lot about the injuries. Yes, they miss so many key players. They start to come back. If you think about it, the internationals still got. They they should still be 
it should still be, I don't know, but the, the manager's not getting the best out of them or but maybe the players aren't responding, but you still see that after after the losses they've suffered. Now maybe they'll be a bit rejuvenated after the international break, but I just can't, I, if Chelsea, uh, even though with all the internationals they had away, I I just don't see how City compete with that. There, there is a stat where, I don't know, if again, correct me on this if I'm wrong, but there is a stat where I think Chelsea's only win ever in, what, seven years playing Man City away in uh, in uh, in any competition was the Conti Cup semi final last year. So I mean, let's see what happens. But I mean, yeah. I think everyone wants wow. a dream final to be Chelsea Arsenal. But let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think obviously, I think Chelsea are, are a stronger team than Man City. Anyway, that they've shown that in the last few years, uh, and as you said, you know the, the results as well. But um, I, I, in a way, I would kind of get more satisfaction beating Chelsea in the final Probably. than. Beating Man City would be much more enjoyable, wouldn't it, to, to beat Emma again, you know, because it would give her the right arm, wouldn't it? So that'd be quite funny. But but no, I, I think obviously we I think we can beat. We don't need to be scared or, or frightened about anything really because we're playing really well. We've beaten them both, as I said already. So um, you know what will be will be. Let's let's watch their game first, enjoy that game, see who gets through, and then hope that we finish our job up and, and make the final as well. You know, which which is uh, which is what we all want to see. Um, Nigel in the chat has said um, about Lisa Evans. Has Lisa Evans getting out at West Ham? She's struggled with injuries in the past. Not sure how likely she is to claim a position in the squad next season. Yeah, I think with the competition that we've got, um, her place has dropped down even further. I mean, I've not really seen too much of her at West Ham. Have you Have you seen much of her, Andreas, what she's been doing at West Ham this season? I've not really seen too much of her. I haven't either. She played one or two matches and then she was injured. But now she came back and I think she played for Scotland in the international break now. Oh, yes, that's so right. I'm, I'm sure she's back. And yeah, it was the best step for her uh, to go out on loan. And mm. she gets she gets um, minutes there and she wouldn't get uh, much time, much playing time uh, in, in, in our team. We have Noel Maritz and, and Anna Patton on her position. And... Uh, it, it won't change next next year, but um, oh, let's let's hope that she gets her minutes at West Ham and and uh, she seems to be satisfied there. So that's the best yeah. for the best for both parts. No? Yeah, she does. I mean, I've seen she she does a, a sort of videos, doesn't she? Yes. Um, and she seems Rob, to be enjoying yeah. us. Yeah, she seems to be. I quite enjoy watching them. They're, yeah. they're good. And it's good that she seems to be happy and enjoying enjoying herself at West Ham, you know, which which is good to see. But yeah, maybe she may end up moving there permanently, perhaps at the end of the season if, if that goes well. I mean, have you seen much of her, Matt? Have you seen her play this season at all for West Ham? Not I, really. Not, no, it's uh, it's only really the vlogs that I've been watching. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's nice to see um, that some of these players that are going out online, they're getting some experience or they're considering their next options. If Lisa does go to the, uh, if she does go off to West Ham in the summer, then mm. that might convince Viv to stay as well. Yeah. They know they're like a super, uh, like a duo. You can't separate them. No, no, exactly. No, I, I agree. I think if, if Lisa stays in London, it would be per perfect from that situation because yeah. it's much more likely to stay with us than move abroad mm -hmm. if she knows Lisa's still in London. So that is going to be a big factor. Let's hope that one way or the other that, that can happen, I suppose. I mean, um, do you think Lisa Evans will come back to Arsenal and Martin? Or do you think that's this is her done now and she's going to end up moving on permanently? 
yeah, I mean, it brings me back to players who have actually done started off pretty well. If you think back to somebody like Emma Mitchell, who also ended up going on loan and then left the club. I mean, mm. I don't want Lisa to be a similar case, but it is difficult for her to get back into the squad because for so many years they're forming an um, integral part of our squad going forward under Joe. But I mean, with all the options we've got now, it's as I said, it will be extremely difficult for her. But I mean, I'd like, I'd like to see her come back, but. Who knows? I mean, if she's happy at West Ham, to stay there and do what's best for her. I mean, but whatever whatever happens, I think she's been a great servant to this football club, and we wish her all the best going forward. No, of course, exactly. Yeah, she has been. Yeah, and and uh, we all obviously wish her well. And at the end of the day, like like Andrea said, she needs to be playing football, doesn't she? Yes. Because she wasn't, you know, she's been injured a lot. She did not play for us at all last season, hardly. And yeah. it's good that she, she's going to get game time at West Ham. Um, then maybe she can assess herself at the end of the season, assess where she wants to go with her career. Yes. And it may well be moving on perhaps to West Ham may well be the best thing for everybody. So we'll see what happens um, with, with that later on. Nigel says they're 3-0 to yeah. Arsenal. That's a nice, confident prediction. There you go, Matt. It's not difficult, is it? To, to be optimistic. <laughs> you know, Nigel's gone straight in with a 3-0. So I don't want to jinx it. No, 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 you're right to, to do that because it's working so far this season. Um, Nigel says, yeah, uh, uh, we've done well against Chelsea in FA Cup finals. Men's, mm-hmm. the, men's the men's in particular, yeah. Um, we definitely have in the men's side of things. You know, we've won three finals against Chelsea men, haven't we, recently? So that, that's nice to see. Um, and Nigel says that Emma Hayes earned her stripes at Arsenal. We should be doing more uh, to retain such coaching talents. Likewise, mm-hmm. Katie Stoney. Yeah. I mean, I, Emma Hayes has, has done really well. And, I've, you know, you can't argue with her record. I don't particularly like her. I've got to be honest. I don't particularly <laughs> like her. But anyway, you know, you can't argue with her, her abilities as a, as a coach. I think she's brilliant. Walmart, yeah. yeah, I just don't particularly like her. And I, I, every time we beat Chelsea, I really enjoy it because you see the look on her face. She clearly doesn't like it. And she gets upset, and it's it's quite nice to see. If we beat, if we beat, you and I should celebrate in front of her. Yeah, no, she would. Yeah, she, obviously she enjoys beating us as well. So you know, it's 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 one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Beating Chelsea is, is more enjoyable for me because well, that's one of the reasons because you know that she's not going to be happy, and it's quite nice to see. But anyway, um, you, again, you can't knock her record. She's she's a fantastic coach, and, and she's done a great job. Successful coach in the WSL. She got inducted into the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah, of course, and deservedly so. I mean, you know, a record speaks for yeah, itself. You can't argue with, with what she's done, can you? She's um, 10 years the coach for Chelsea now, I think. And, and 10 years, yeah. And look how, how much trophies she won. So she's mm-hmm. a really good coach. Uh, yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah, I, I just don't particularly like her, but anyway, that's just. <laughs> you, could argue that, you could argue that she under stripes under the, our greatest coach, Vic. So there you go. Yeah, quite well, exactly. She did. Well, she would, obviously, she wouldn't be as good as she is without that background at Arsenal because no. that's how it works, isn't it? So, yeah, no, I don't want to get job. I thought she was going to get the England job if I was honest. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she may well do in the future. I mean, she's, yeah. you know, she's still relatively young, isn't she? So she's got plenty of years ahead of her. I'm sure she will at some stage be the England manager, I'm sure. It's she probably will. what she's holding out for. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, you know, I'm sure she, she seems happy enough at Chelsea, doesn't she? I suppose winning trophies that she's winning and competing at the top level. So, you know, she can't do a lot more. But I'm sure one day she will become the England manager, whether it's the next England manager or, or later yeah. on down the line, I'm sure she will because, you know, as we say, you know, 
you can't deny a record is fantastic and you know it's that's why beating Chelsea I think is means so much more because you know how difficult it is and to get a result against them I mean we all enjoyed that this season didn't we and let's hope that we can we can beat them a few more times this season as well hopefully at Wembley maybe if if they get there of course they might not yet who knows we'll have to see um so yeah I mean we know it's going to be a, a tough game on Sunday it's going to be good you're going aren't you Emma you're going to the yes, game I'm going to ticket, yes I'm going yeah I'm looking forward to that actually yeah, it should be quite. A, do you think it'll be quite a big crowd? And I, I think it could be a, a decent crowd. Yeah, no, it's about sixteen hundred there for the Everton game last time. But being a semi-final, a chance to get to Wembley for the first time in three years. Let's hope we get the fans on on as many fans as we can in there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be could be quite a good good crowd actually because the weather seems it's going to be reasonably good over the weekend. So hopefully we can get a few people out. And it's half term as well, so all the kids will be yes. off. So that's even yeah, better. And and it's been payday for most people as well. So people have got a bit more money. So maybe it's a it's a good weekend to have the game on. Maybe it's Halloween as well. So yeah. I don't know whether that might. Happen, but, but anyway, you know they can come out. They can go trick or treating after the game, can't they? <laughs> So, uh, yeah. but no, I mean, hopefully we get a big crowd in because they deserve a big crowd and it'll be Definitely. a good atmosphere, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, I mean, it'll be good. Uh, no, no, it'll be great. We'll be, yeah, it will be a good game, I'm sure. Well, let's hope that I say it's, uh, it's a good game from our point of view. Um, before we get on to the, to the Euro draw, I did want to sort of talk about uh, talk about this briefly, actually. Of course, we've got a nomination this week for in the Player of the Year on the, I think it's for the BBC Personality of the Year thing, isn't it? I think that's what it's for. And BBC she's got Women's Football of the Year, yes. Yeah, that's the right. Women's Football of the Year. And obviously she's up against um, stiff competition. Uh, we, we've seen the list, the, the list, it's going to be difficult. But, you know, once again, you know, she's been nominated for the Ballon d'Or. She's now nominated for this. Uh, and, uh, you know, and we've even mentioned before that maybe she's not been quite in, in the best form recently either. So it just shows what, what a great player she is. I mean, Andrea, it's great that she's nominated another award, but... What do you think her chances are looking at the competition there? There's some there's some big players in that list, isn't there? Yeah, it's great that she's nominated, but we all know uh, what she said, that she's not playing uh, for personal rewards, for personal trophies, mm. but for trophies with the team. So I think she'll be out, okay, but uh, for her, it's not uh, the most important to win this. No. If she could choose winning a Champions League match or, or WSL match or winning uh, Player of the Year, she would always mm-hmm. be to win a match with the team. So yeah. it's great that she's nominated. But uh, if you look uh, back to the last season, uh, to be honest, I don't think she was the player of the year in the WSL. Of course, we all are Arsenal fans. And we, uh, <laughs> if, I could, if I could vote, I would give her my vote. Of course, yes. yes because she is an yeah. Arsenal player. But uh, to be honest, I think Frank Kirby would deserve it. She had a fantastic season and, and with all the background, she came back from, from this uh, hard illness and um, she had a fantastic season. And Yeah, she did. Yeah, I think she will she uh, she will win this and, and of course she she deserves it, to be honest. Was she in the north? Was she in the shortlist? Hmm? Yeah. I, think, I, thought, I, thought, I thought we wasn't sure what shortlist you were talking about there, sorry. Uh, the, is this the, the BBC player of the year? Yeah, no, I, um, think Sam, I thought Sam Kerr was in there, not Kirby. I think Sam Kerr, Sam Kerr's in there as well. Uh, I thought it was in the, oh, it was Hanson, yeah, Lawrence, Piteas, Kerr and Miedemar, wasn't it? Oh, is, is, is well, Frank Kerr not, 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 not No, I think Frank's been nominated for that. Sam Kerr, Ashley Lawrence, uh, Miedemar and Alexia Putellas. Yes, yeah, five. It's always five. 
always fine. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Okay, then. Well, well no, I, mean, I didn't want to. I don't know what to cut you short, there, Andres. But I don't think she was nominated. Oh. No, I, I assume she would have been. I didn't. I, I know some of the players that are on the list. I didn't really check them all. I just assumed that Fran Kirby would have been oh, nominated. Fine. I, fine. I, I yeah. totally agree with Andreas. I thought she had a great season last year, and she, you know she's had a great start. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'm not sure who picked that shortlist necessarily. I mean, they're great players on that list. Let's not forget. But to to, to leave Fran Kirby out is, is a little bit harsh, maybe on her actually. When you think about yeah, it, I think know? it looks like Europe as a whole and who's done well over in the Europe. Yeah, if you think how Barcelona did in the Champions League as well, maybe that's what took that into account. Yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously Sam Kerr's got a nomination. I know she won the Golden Boot in the WSL, but, you know, Frank Kirby was just as important to Chelsea last true, season. True, of course, true. they reached the final, didn't they? I mean, you know, Arsenal true. didn't really do a lot last season and yet, right. you know, Viv's got a nomination. So, true. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we want Viv to be nominated, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, that seems a bit strange. I assume that she would have been. So, yeah, that's a shock, actually. That's kind of surprising yeah. a little bit. Because, um, you know, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I agree, Andrews. I'm not so sure she's got much chance of winning Viv. I think that there's other players maybe that are just ahead of her, you know, Champions League and stuff like that. I think you've got to take that into account, haven't we? The, the Barcelona players obviously are going to be the favourites, probably one of them, I would say. But ultimately, with the BBC, as far as I'm aware, we can actually vote ourselves here. So if, if enough Arsenal fans vote, you never know. Um, we may be able to get her to win it, perhaps, but, but it would be nice. Um, but it's good, obviously, Matt, it's good for her to get a nomination, isn't it, in these things? Because, you know, she's getting recognised in all the top awards, isn't she, Viv? And I know, as Andrea said, it's not about that for her. But from from Arsenal fans' point of view, it's nice, isn't it, that one of our players... I mean, I think maybe there could have been one or two others with a chance. Beth, obviously, at the minute, is, is in great form. I mean, it's good that, that we're getting recognised. Our players are getting recognised as well outside of, of Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah, and the more important thing is these sorts of awards are ways to inspire the next generation. Um, yeah. I, we think about people with families or nieces and nephews who might have an interest in football and maybe play in the future. And they'll look at sort of like um, I, when I was growing up, I would, I wouldn't really, I look back at Dennis Bergkamp and yes. uh, one of the uh, Kelly Smith, uh, Rachel Yankee, Alex uh, Scott, uh, just mm. some of the names that I can throw out that were, uh, that were playing at the time when I was growing up. They're going to be looking at Viv, um, Frank yeah. Kirby, all these sort of, sort of players, and going. I was there growing up, and this is what inspired me to play. Play. Um, yeah. Whether or not she gets the awards, oh, it's going to be a tough one because Arsenal fans do like a good vote. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and knowing all the Chelsea fans, they'll all vote for um, Sam Kirk, who yeah. personally I don't like. I, I don't like. I don't understand how she's gotten on there. Um, so I, I I hope that someone can ha may perhaps hack the vote and maybe make it one. Uh, they'll probably <laughs> hack it and give it to either Hanson or Patelas. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, day, is this Viv we're talking about? That oh no, I'm just talking about the vote. Oh, in general. Okay, sorry, sorry. Viv can win it. It's it's going to be good. Uh, probably gets more Arsenal fans in the vote as well, which is always a plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. Arsenal fans do like voting for these kind of things. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Viv does well on the voting side of it, even though when you look at the players she's nominated against, you know, if she did win it, would, would she be totally deserving of it? I don't know. Obviously, we'd be happy that she wins it. But, I mean, I agree, mate. You make a good point there about inspiring future generations. And I think this season, because of the extra TV coverage, particularly the WSL's been getting... I think that's been that's going to be really important as well. You know, a lot more people now, a lot more young girls in particular, can see 
the WSL and be inspired by these great players. And there are some great players in the WSL, um, you know, getting nominated for player of the year. But I agree. I, I, for me, out of all the players I've seen this season, I, I only saw one game live was against Barcelona. It was uh, I thought Hanson was brilliant in that game, actually. And if that's how she generally has been playing all year, then she perhaps would deserve to win it, possibly. But um, fantastic player. But anyway, obviously, I'll, I'll be voting for Viv and let's hope that she can do well. I mean, obviously, Emma, you, you must be obviously happy that she's nominated but she's probably not yes. going to win it, if we're honest. She probably wouldn't deserve well, to be practically. As much as we well, love. Yeah, as I said, as the boys have been saying, I mean, it's difficult because we didn't do much in the league and uh, other competitions last year. But if, if it's purely based or not purely based, but if it, a larger part of what, of what she did would be based on what she did in the Olympics and blitzing yeah. everybody there and winning yeah, the gold and there. So yeah. there's a case for her. But I mean, if we're looking on the whole, I think it will probably be, oh, Sam has a good chance of winning it, but CGH, as we know, she's different class with Barcelona, Proteus. They've got such a good squad there. And Lawrence, who's a really solid defender. I don't really watch much of the French league, but yeah, she's been doing, she's made PSG a lot more solid. So it will be a difficult for Viv, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's just down to who people see as the best. And I mean, good luck to her. I think she was, if I remember, she was nominated once before and was runner up to Lucy Bronze. So I mean, let's see what happens this time. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I forgot about the, the Olympics. That's a good point because obviously she did well there, didn't she? So that may, yeah. you know, just perhaps why she has got nominated. I mean, not that I don't think she shouldn't have been. You know, she's a no, great player, but you just look at maybe from club level what, what she's maybe achieved at club level this year as opposed yes. to what other players have. But but yeah, it's great she's nominated. Let's hope that, you know, the Arsenal fans do the right thing, vote for her. Yes. And certainly we don't want a Chelsea player winning it, do we? So <laughs> if you're going to no. vote for anybody and you don't want to vote for Viv, certainly don't vote for it. For, uh, don't vote for Sam Kerr. <laughs> Chelsea have won enough. They don't need to win anymore, do they? You know I mean? we, need to, we need to stop them winning a few more things. They're, they're winning too much. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you know, we need to we need to make sure that. Absolutely. Um, Nigel Tetris says the Arsenal Wenger film is out in two weeks. It is. Yeah, that's going to be good. Ah, um, yes. Will you be reviewing it, Richard? Well, I'll certainly be watching it. Yeah, I may well do a review on the channel. Um, I imagine we'll be getting some insight into some key moments in our recent history beyond. Providing media narratives, you say that, but his book didn't really reveal an awful lot, did it? So I'm not sure that this this film will. Let's hope it does. I mean, it would be great. It's going to be great anyway, isn't it? Looking back on the Invincible season, but um, yeah, yeah I, I will do some stuff on that when it's out. I'll watch it and, and see where we are. But it's going to be great, isn't it? It's going to be a great couple of hours watching that film. I'm yeah, sure we'll yeah, watch it yeah. and enjoy it, and it will be it'll be fantastic. So, um, but yeah, let's hope there are a few more revelations. Because I say the book was a. I, I enjoyed Arsene Wenger's book. I was just a little bit disappointed that he didn't maybe reveal a few more um insights behind the scenes maybe with certain incidents that we all remember that wasn't really mentioned too much so yeah hopefully that the film might go into some of those things a little bit more but mm -hmm. we'll, yeah, we'll see we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks time maybe and and see but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it obviously as i'm sure we all are um well the, the last section today and what we're going to look at is we did mention a bit earlier obviously the euros next summit was a draw this week exciting draw it was we all enjoyed that i'm sure and so we just need to have, maybe have a look at uh, at that I mean, obviously, obviously, from our point of view, the, the two kind of groups that we're mainly interested in, of course, is the group with England in and with Germany and Andreas, of course, as well. Uh, so we'll talk about them, mate. I mean, um, 
I think from England's point of view, funny enough, it's a very similar group, isn't it, to what we got in the oh, World Cup yes, qualifiers yeah, exactly. that we're playing at the moment, okay. which in a way is good because we're used to playing them, but equally it's not good because you want to be playing maybe other teams, don't you? There's teams that you don't play quite so regularly. So, um, And obviously Germany have got a tough group, as you mentioned before. I mean, Andreas, what have you made of the draw? Maybe talk about Germany first there, because obviously from your point of view, it's a tough group, isn't it? We, we, uh, the, German, the German group is a really tough group. And uh, yeah, we have Spain, we have Denmark, uh, very very strong teams, and I think they they all could qualify uh, in this group. Uh, Spain, <laughs> you only have to say Barcelona. <laughs> uh, look what Barcelona is playing. Of course, they have some uh, uh, players from, from other countries, but uh, Spain will be a very tough opponent. And and Denmark, uh, they have Panil Harder. <laughs> this yes. is always always difficult uh, to to defend her and. Uh, uh, the, the German team didn't play well in Israel, as I said before. So uh, it will be a tough group, but well, it's it's a chance uh, to for for the young for the young players. Germany has a very young team, so and uh, yeah, and we have uh, players in in uh, WSL, Melody Neupolz at uh, Chelsea. She brings some England experience for her. It's it's a home. A home tournament so uh, of course i hope germany will qualify in this group but it's it's the strongest group and the english group is uh, better but uh, not not uh, as easy as some some said because uh, look uh, how difficult the match uh, versus northern ireland was mm. it was but but how long it it took us to, yes. to score the first goal and the opening match versus austria will be a tough yeah. one too yeah, if Vicky Schneiderbeck is uh, is fit, uh, she's captaining Austria. This is also interesting. Morning, morning, yeah. And of course, there's the uh, the Austrian player who played for Wolf uh, for um, uh, um, the team we played the other week. Uh, I forgot their name briefly. Hoffenheim. Um, Hoffenheim yeah. Yeah, player of Germany. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know they've got some good players. Also, I agree. I think that's that's going to be the toughest game. Probably the first game is always hard, anyway. Especially when you're hosting a tournament, it's a tough yeah. game, anyway. And to have that one first, you would maybe like that one last when you've maybe already qualified, and it doesn't matter. But to have it mm -hmm. first, it's a really tough start, mm -hmm. actually. I mean, Andres, do you think Germany will qualify from that group? I know it is tough, but do you think they can do it? If they can get through. Um... I think Spain will win this group. It's, it's my opinion, and then it will decide between Denmark and Germany. I hope we will. Uh, Germany will make uh, the second position and qualify for the next round. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it'd be mm -hmm. nice to have maybe England Germany game later on in the tournament. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to final. Final would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be a final. It'd be it would cool be a great final, final. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a great final, and you know, I mean. We've got a decent record against Germany in, in finals. We've only played one and, and won one, so that's not too bad, <laughs> is it? You know, we, we so, but you know, I know we haven't got a great record against Germany in general in tournaments, oh, but in the final, we've done all right so far. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I mean, Matt, what did you make of the draw? Then you must be. I mean, it is a it's a toughest draw for England, but you'd imagine that we should be strong enough to go through, even if you know Austria are going to be the, Austria are going to be the biggest test, aren't they? Yeah, and I think one of these. Um... I think the great thing about this because it's only 16 teams you can yeah. see more of the some of the, like belgium and iceland you don't really hear much about mm -hmm. these teams so you're probably going to get see some of these next season yeah. in the wsl which will be good for them um just looking overall 
this is how complicated our group is, is that our England team, <laughs> most of our England players will be coming up against uh, Manu, Manu and Schneiderbeck. Yes. They'll be also playing Frieda as well. Um, you've got a boy who could be playing against Miedema. You could, <laughs> and yeah. you have Maritz and Walty and Goot also playing. Um, oh yes, Miedema. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. sorry, um, sorry, boys playing for Denmark. Well, she so she'll be playing against Germany and Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I've got that wrong. Oh, it happens, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, it's a bit interesting. It's certainly some interesting games, isn't there? And some interesting matchups too. As you said, obviously, Switzerland are playing against Holland, aren't they, in the group? So that'll be a good game. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it'll be. It's going to be really good games. I'm hoping that again, this will inspire other to, uh, other teams to maybe look into women's football a little bit more. Uh, this tournament yeah. will probably hope. Maybe they might even after this tournament, they might decide to expand it a little bit more. Maybe go up to 24 teams like they did the year of the other euros because yeah possibly possibly yeah they might do i mean i, I think it's, it, this is a big tournament for for women's football in england obviously with england being a host nation and the games being played all over the country i think it's a big uh, a big summer actually for women's football in this country and i think that if the tournament's a success particularly if england do well i think that's key as well but i think if the tournament's a success and there's, there's big crowds in and stuff like it, it could really give give the WSL a big boost for next season as well, because I think some of the top players in this tournament are going to maybe come and play in the WSL next season as well, aren't they? Some of the, the top players over in Europe. So it, I think it's a, it's a big summer, actually. And I think coming on the back of this season with the TV, the new TV deal, yeah. it's come at a good time, hasn't it, for England to be hosting this tournament next summer. It, it's almost the perfect timing for it. And let's hope that mm-hmm. it goes well. I mean, it looks like an exciting tournament, doesn't it, Amal? Especially, I say, being in England for us, I mean, you know, hopefully we can get to some of the games. I'm certainly looking to get to two or three if I can. Yeah, and I think I was watching yesterday as well. Alex Scott made the point that when they last tested in 2005, there was a lot of players who were still only semi-professional. And look how we were, well, yeah. how much the game has developed in the last 17 years in that time. So, I mean, it'll be great for women's football in general, put on the map even more after the last World Cup. And yeah, uh, well, I wouldn't, and I think they'll be capable of hosting a tournament, bring all the fans down and... Uh, yeah, let's hope that they do a good tournament and England can go far and then finally get to the past the semi-final stage. But yeah, now looking at the yeah. groups, I think they've got a good, good group, but even if they win their group, to face one of the runners up in that Germany-Spain group will be extremely difficult. So you've got to take it yeah. game by game. I think no, exactly. It's group, actually. So I think it's between, it will be probably either Switzerland or Netherlands. Oh, I thought it was Germany. I thought it was when uh, to win I, Group A. I thought they were to run up in Group B. Oh, I don't know. It's it's complicated because it's it a bit complicated. Yeah. I haven't really I haven't really looked at the draw beyond the group stage at the minute because I I just wanted to kind of you know obviously you yeah, know yeah, going to get through the but you know ultimately if we get through to to the knockouts it's going to be tough anyway because they're all yeah. going to be great teams in it so you know obviously Holland are the holders aren't they so we wouldn't necessarily yeah. want to play them too early on in the competition, would we? Um, I mean, Nigel in the chat there says, um, who are the favourites to win the tournament? He says, admittedly, he hasn't watched a lot of the women's Euro. I mean, obviously, Holland won it last time, although we've got their manager who won it with them last time. So, (laughs) yeah, we've got a very good team as well. So, I mean, I think England are one of the favourites, actually. Um, But it's obviously, Andreas has mentioned Spain with the Barcelona connection. They're going to be strong. I mean, who else do you think, Andreas? Who who would you say would be some of the favourites to win it? Uh, I would also mention Sweden. Uh, look uh, how how great job they did at the Olympics. So Sweden yes. is is one one 
really competitive team. And uh, of course, uh, never forget France. Uh, they, they, they are older and, and uh, of course, a lot of experience there. Yeah, there are not, not as many young players as we have in the English team or in the German team. But France is still, still very strong. So I think France, Netherlands, Sweden, Spain, England, yeah. Possibly, yeah. And then Denmark, Don't forget Norway. Norway, so, yes. Yeah. We Maybe. saw Caroline Graham Hansen playing uh, against Arsenal yeah. in the Champions League. It was fantastic. And Frida yeah. Manum, uh, we see her yeah. week, week out, very good performance. Norway is, uh, is also a strong team. Uh, yeah, it will be a fantastic tournament and awesome tournament. It will be very important that England come, uh, goes through through the group stage. Yeah. No, I think so. You're obviously being a host nation, I think it's, it's vital that England do well. And looking at the squad that we've got, and obviously the manager that we've got as well, who's got a great record, it, everything is is looking in our favour. And you know, if we're ever going to get to a final and maybe win something, it, it's, it could well be next summer. I mean, the men almost did it when we were playing at Wembley in the final and, and stuff, and we didn't quite get over the line. But you know, let's hope that uh, that it can be a good. I want it to be a good tournament for for women's football, actually, especially oh, yeah. you know the spotlight on it in England as well. And you know, I think it's it, hopefully everybody gets behind it. Hopefully, you know, the country get behind the tournament as well. And I say you get big big crowds in. I mean, Matt, who, who do you think might be sort of obviously apart from England being a, being a massive favourite, of course, to win it? Uh, who else? Who else are you looking forward to seeing it yeah. in the summer? Um, well, I've gone from uh, Spain, Germany. <laughs> Netherlands, France, then England. But to be honest, I would probably say it's going to be, it could be one of those ones where yeah. anything could happen. The Euros always throw out a yeah. random team that do quite well. So you might see Italy um, come yes. second and then surprise everyone by beating one of the big, big teams. We saw it last year with uh, France getting knocked out in um, penalties. Um in the men's version so it'll be quite interesting to see how this all goes but i'm 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 just excited for it all I, if i i pick my favorites but <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, none of them are right and sweden end up winning it or norway <laughs> or norway maybe frida picks it up and just uh, just carries it to our to the arsenal uh dressing room yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, I'd love to see England win it, especially at Wembley, the final. It'd be fantastic. And I do think we've got a great chance with the squad that we've got. I really do. I think we've got a great chance. But ultimately, if England can't win it, then what I do want is I want a nation that's got an Arsenal player in it to win it. So at least an Arsenal player can win yes. the Euros. You know, if it's not England, hopefully it'll be one of the other um, Arsenal women that can that can win it. But let's hope it is England because we could have four or five of the, the team, couldn't we? You know, if, way the season's going and the players that we've got you know i say wilber moy could be in there parish you'd expect obviously mm -hmm. beth's going to be there playing williamson as well so we could have half the team almost it would be great yeah. west ham have always said that they won the 66 world cup because they had a few players in the team we, we can say you know we, we won the euros for england in, in 2022 maybe <laughs> we do it but uh, a long way to go i mean am, am I, would you make england favorites or certainly one of the favorites the well, pressure might, will might. be on. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. The pressure will yeah, be on England to perform, and as, as yeah. I said, they want to make that next step, having been in the last three semi-finals and come so, come so close. And yeah, yeah let's just hope between now and then our players stay fit. But I mean, there's so many other good teams as we've been through that are uh, dark horses. I mean, even no one's talked about Belgium. They're they're coming on strong as well. They could be a dark horse. 
but yeah, I mean, the likes of Spain, Germany, France, as we've mentioned, it's going to be it's, it's going to be interesting to see who does really well. They've got some that they just keep evolving, and and it just keeps the the standard and the the matches just keep getting better every time. So let's just hope for a good tournament, and uh, yeah, let's see what let's just wait and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what I really want to say, I say, is the nation really get behind the lionesses, actually, because, you know, yeah. we know our football kind of brought everybody together last summer with a, diff a difficult time, uh, and everyone came together for the football, and that was great. And let's hope next summer can be the same, and everyone can get behind the lionesses, and, and hopefully they'll do well. And I don't see any reason why they can't, because they're a good team with a great coach, uh, and obviously a lot of Arsenal players in there as well, which is nice. And Nigel says he'll definitely be following the Arsenal women this time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Arsenal women in the tournament next summer, so that's going to be good. There'll be a lot of Hopefully games. Hopefully they don't do. go overboard with the fans like they did in the final, because that will just spoils it. And No, I'm sure it won't. I mean, I think women's football is slightly different, isn't it? Maybe yeah. in the type of people that go. But I just want the, the country to get behind them really as much as possible. And, you know, they deserve it because it's, it, you know, women's football, as we've said on this show a lot of times, has improved so much over recent years. The quality of the football, the standard of the coaching and everything else. And it deserves the big platform that it's now getting with a TV deal. And the fact that we've got a tournament over here in England, a big tournament next summer is great as well. And, you know, the second summer in a row where England are hosting games in a, in a big tournament, it's great. Then women are taking centre stage and that'd be great to see. Um, Gary's in the chat as well from DWTT. So good evening, right, Richard. How are you doing, Gary? Thanks for watching. Um, don't forget to tune into his channel, DWTT. He's also in the Arsenal fan circle as well on YouTube. There's some good stuff there. So definitely um, check that out as well. So, um, but obviously, big game this weekend for the Arsenal women on Sunday FA Cup semi-final. It's exciting, but I'm, I'm a little bit, I am a little bit nervous about it actually. And the conversation yeah. that we've had tonight maybe hasn't helped because, you know, the international <laughs> stuff and we know that yes. we're going to suffer a little bit more than Brighton on that side of it because of our squad and they've got some good players mm -hmm. Brighton I mean we didn't even mention Kagman did we and this is Kagman she's a great oh, player yeah, that's um, so you know it's going to be a tough game isn't it but let's hope we can win because I quite fancy going to Wembley in, in December yeah we'll be free yeah, yeah, we go and get yeah. tickets for the final if you could yeah I mean I'm, I'm, <laughs> getting tickets shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be a big problem should it really i mean i don't know they're how many pretty much yeah they're already on sale i think yeah so I, I think getting tickets might not necessarily be be an issue hopefully not because I, I definitely um would love to go to that game i think it'd be great great experience as well and and i believe that um it's going to be one of the bigger um women's fa cup finals you know Especially if it, obviously if Arsenal do go through, it's going to be a big game. Whoever wins the other semi-final, isn't it? You know, two of the two of the big teams in England. So it could be a great day, actually, a great experience. So I definitely would like to be there. But, uh, but but we'll see. Obviously, a long way to go still. Ninety minutes uh, on on uh, Sunday, of course, first to come, and we can't take it for granted. We got the draw we wanted, but it's no good if we don't perform on a day. No, exactly, exactly. You know, we, we need to treat you like we are playing Chelsea or Man City. We need to treat you like I'm sure we will. I'm sure Jonas won't take it lightly because he he'll know how tough um, you know Brighton uh, are going to be. And Nigel says that theoretically this could be the first of three FA Cup semis oh, this season. Conti Cup, I think he's talking about, isn't he? Yeah, yeah three yeah. cup semi final. Yeah, I mean let's hope you know let's let's hope we get to to three cup finals, maybe four, get the Champions League final as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. I don't know. Yeah, five trophies. You never know. Five trophies. Well, we've got five to play for. Let's try and go for them. I'm sure Jonas will want to win them all if you can. But uh, take take one at a time. And obviously, this is the next one and the first trophy that you know anyone can win this season. Anyway, the FA Cup final. So um, let's hope we perform well on Sunday. 
uh, and we get through and then we at least we've got a big final to look forward to <laughs> and then on top of everything else you know being top of the WSL and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um, obviously <laughs> Champions League games coming up in a couple of weeks as well so loads of exciting stuff actually for the Arsenal women at the minute it's, it's a great time isn't it you know and, and it's great that um, we, we can be to, to enjoy it all you know and, and do these shows as well talking about it which, which is which is great so mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, fantastic. I mean, obviously, thanks to you guys for coming on again, Andreas. Thank you very much for um, for, for, for coming in again. Do you enjoy the show? Yeah, of course I did, as always. Uh, thanks for having mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's it's really great to, to to have such a fantastic season, such an exciting season, and and to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's fun for us, and I hope it's fun for for those who watch who are watching us. Yeah, no, I hope so as well. I mean, the, the show's been been doing quite well. We seem to get a lot of lot of people watching, which is great. I uh, hope everyone's enjoying it. Certainly, seem to be there's some good feedback on the show, um, which is nice. And you know, it, it like you said, it's good maybe that you know Arsenal women are enjoying a good season, and we can we can enjoy our weekly chats about it as well, which is great. So hopefully, long that may that continue um, throughout the season. Obviously, Matt as well. Thank you very much for coming on again. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the girls get, uh, proving me wrong every week. I'm enjoying <laughs> we? yeah. having these chats with everyone. I'm enjoying um, the fan base as a whole has just been going from that Villa game. That was my first game that I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so welcoming. And to see that in person instead of just sitting behind the screen, sitting at the, uh, as we were last season, it's brilliant. Yeah. And... I think we've got to owe everything, not just to you, Richard, but to everyone else for just saying this is a lot different than men's football. And we're not going to exclude anybody. To be honest, I don't know a lot about women's football. I just get by. And yeah. as you can see from my result, uh, my uh, predictions, if you put my tricks, <laughs> I've got so many L's. It's all right. It's all right. We know what you mean. It's right. still but, um, but it's it's good. It's, it's good community and we want to keep it going. We want to see women's football progressing. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, women's football deserves a bigger audience. It deserves shows like this to be talking about it because, um, and, and you can see from, you know, the, the response to the TV coverage this year as well. And of course, don't forget our game, of course, on Sundays on the BBC as well, which is nice. Although yeah. I will be covering it on the channel as well. Of course, Emma, you're going to be at the, at the game, as, as we said. Um, thanks again for coming on. Um, fantastic, um, as always. Uh, you enjoyed it? Yeah, no, it's really good as always. Good to have it back. And yeah, uh, it's a bit boring when you don't have it like we did last week, but it's good to have it back. <laughs> yeah, no, because it is. It's, it's, it's nice to obviously have our weekly chats and stuff. And obviously, there's some big games coming up in the next few weeks as well. So we'll have a lot to talk yeah. about, I'm sure, going forward. Obviously, next week, we, you know, we've got uh, the West Ham game. Obviously, Lisa, I don't, can Lisa Evans play? Because obviously, she's on loan. Is it the same rules in the Ooh. women's game as the men's game? Is she allowed to play against us? It's weird, be? wasn't it? Because Ruby was able to, because she trained with Arsenal, didn't she? And then she trained with Birmingham. Yeah. Um, when she was on loan last season. But no, I don't think sure she was able to play. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not one. sure if the rules are different. Obviously, I know in the men's game you can't play against a team that you belong to. You, we sometimes they insert a clause to say that they can, but it'll be interesting to see if whether or not they can or they can't. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice. It'd be nice if you can play. I suppose you know, see her playing again. But uh, I'm not sure. Really. We have to wait and see about that. We can we can look at that. Obviously, next week we'll talk about the Brighton game and obviously the West Ham game and the, the Champions League returns as well, doesn't it? Just after the West Ham game, they, they, we've got a double header against that Koga team from Denmark. Yes, to yeah, be interested. Obviously, the plastic pitch over there is going to be tough, so yeah. um, we'll see. Um, Nigel says there, 
uh, we are gonna we're gonna do <laughs> the next two ball was he on the right there? Um, <laughs> is there six trophies we can possibly win? Let's win them all. I agree. Five, this, this isn't it? Two FA Cups, Conti, Champions League, WSL. Five, isn't it? Well, yeah, oh, the Super Shield, Cup, Shield, don't forget that yeah, as well. Yeah, the Cherry Shield, yeah, the, the Super oh, Cup that as well. Happen, like, that didn't happen this year, though. That only happened last year, didn't it? Oh, I don't know. Actually, no, they didn't have one this year, did I they? think no. we won the Mind Cup, so I don't know if that counts. Yeah, we'll point. count that. Count everything, everything. Just get them all. That's all we want. We want to see as many as possible. To be happy, I'll just be happy with two or three, but let's see. <laughs> well, to be honest, I'll be happy with one first. Let's let's win one, this first one. Yeah, exactly. up, and let's, yeah, let's worry about yeah, the rest of them. Yeah, and, if, and if we end up with two or three, fantastic. You know, it'd be brilliant. I mean, you know, let's see what happens. It's a long way to go yet. Um, no, so say great show as always. No, thank you very much, Nigel, for yeah, for tuning. Nigel. And thanks to everybody else in the in the chats as well. Thanks to everyone who's watched and supported the the, the channel and, and the show. Um, it's a busy weekend. I'll be doing a watch along of Arsenal Leicester tomorrow lunchtime in the men's side of things. Premier League game, big game that is actually as well. Obviously, the Arsenal men have turned their form around recently, so yep. it's good to see. And hopefully, it'll be another good game tomorrow away at Leicester. So I'll be covering that game. I'll be going live about quarter past uh, twelve, half past twelve kickoff. So it's an early one. Um, and then, of course, on Sunday, the big game of the weekend, maybe the uh, the Arsenal women in the semi-final yeah. uh, against Brighton. So uh, I think it's quarter to five kickoff, isn't it? So I'll probably go live about half past four with all the te team news, a bit of build-up and stuff before the game for that one. So loads and loads of stuff on the channel coming up this weekend. So please subscribe if you haven't done and, and give it a like as well. And I'll see you for the, um, for the Leicester game tomorrow. So thanks again to Andreas. Thanks again to Matt and to Amar. We'll see you for the Arsenal Women's Show again okay. next uh, next Friday, as usual. Uh, loads more great stuff um, to talk about, of course, as always. I'll, say I'll see you tomorrow for the Watch Along. Uh, the Leicester game is going to be good. I'm sure that'll be a good game as well. So let's hope for two good Arsenal victories this weekend. And it'll be nice, won't it, to look at it. <laughs> we can look back on all that to come. So, yeah, hopefully that will be the case. So thanks to all you guys. Thanks for watching. And we'll I'll see you for Watch Along tomorrow and the Arsenal Women on Sunday. And then... The Arsenal Women's Show with you guys again next uh, Friday. So take it easy. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games this weekend, yeah. especially yeah, the Arsenal you. games. And we'll see you soon. Come on, you goodness. See you later, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>